Kenyon Drake found himself a new team, a new jersey to wear. And yes, it definitely has fantasy implications. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. You play with me. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. There is no way that you missed the news. Former Miami Dolphins, Arizona Cardinals running back, Kenyon Drake, has officially signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, my Las Vegas Raiders. They added a running back. They added a running back who longtime listeners know I love. I love Kenyon Drake before it was cool to love Kenyon Drake. I loved Kenyon Drake before he became a household name in fantasy football. I loved him as a Dolphin. I loved him when he was running behind Damian Williams in Miami and, and, and Dolphins fans wanted Damian Williams to be the guy. I, I like I liked Drake since then. Not, not many people can say that. So here he is. He's a Raider. And as you can see, the Twitter fingers got the Twitter in. The bloggers got the blogging. The podcasters got the podcasting. And it hasn't been a great you know, bunch of words written about Kenyon Drake and his new home and his, you know, fellow running back committee. And the reason for that is, you know, many things. And we'll get, we're going to die. We're going to digest that. You know, we're going to talk about it. You know, we're going to, we're going to get through it all because this is Kenyon Drake's episode of what happened, what changed and what's next. And we're going to, of course, start with what happened because where else do you start but from the beginning? And we're not going to start from the beginning, beginning. We ain't going to talk about Miami right now. We're going to talk about Kenyon Drake last season in 2020 played for the Arizona Cardinals. How did Kenyon Drake do? It was an up and down season. It wasn't, you know, the greatest season. A lot of us had higher expectations for him than where he finished. He finished in PPR as running back 16. So still not bad, top 20. But a lot of us, you know, had really high hopes for him going into the season. Some of us predicted or some some did predict a top 12 season potentially. Um, so, you know, to see him at 16, uh, he, he made up some he covered some ground at the end uh, for himself because it was like a slow start. But he did make up some of that and, you know, found himself in an OK place. And so, yeah, a, a, six, a running back 16. Kenyon Drake finished that. It was an interesting season. Like I said, a little up and down. Um and it just was what it was. It, it wasn't what everyone was hoping, but it was what it was. He was productive. He got it done. If you you know if you look at it, like I said, there was up and down. There was some games that were just you know ah like you know you wish you could have you know changed the outcome of them. There were some that were super explosive. It was he, he finished with a little under a thousand rushing yards, ten rushing touchdowns. Only 25 receptions, 137 yards, and no touchdowns receiving. None. Zero. Zero receiving touchdowns. If, you know, if we talk about Kenyon Drake and we see like, okay, well, why did the Cardinals fall in love with him at first? He, he they, they started playing him from week nine on in 2019, and he, he kind of went crazy. He kind of went. He kind of went off. You know, with some major, major big games. Um, 
in, in just, you know, week nine to 17 last in 2018, he actually had 30 receptions, still a little under 200 receiving yards, no touchdowns receiving, but he did have eight rushing touchdowns from week nine to 17. Uh, and there was a bye week in there too. Go back to week. I mean, go back to 2018 when he was a dolphin. His last year as a dolphin. Kenyon Drake had 53 receptions, 477 receiving yards, five receiving touchdowns. He also had 535 rushing yards and four touchdowns. So in 2018, he had a little over 200 fantasy points. In 2019, with just nine from week nine to 17, with one game missing in between, 164 fantasy points. In 2020, he played a full year. He missed one game last year. 192 fantasy points. We've seen Kenyon Drake do it with every... The the reason why I went back to 2018 is because we've seen him do it and have success. 200 fantasy points, 190-something fantasy points, 160 with, you know, not even a full season. That that's pretty damn good. That's I, that's success to me, and we've seen him do it all different ways. We've seen him do it with shortened seasons. We've seen him do it with receptions and and, and rushes. You know, kind of split up. We've seen him do it with majority rushing. So we've seen him do it all, right? So we know what Kenyon Drake can do, right? So nobody can tell you Kenyon Drake can't catch the ball. Kenyon Drake can't score touchdowns. You know, receiving the ball. Kenyon Drake can't rush for touchdowns. No one can tell you these things. Because Kenyon Drake has done those things. There's there's nothing to uh you know to to question ourselves about. There's nothing that there's a mystery here, right? We know who Kenyon Drake is. He's only 27, 28. He's not old by any means. Even in running backs, you know, land, he's not old. So and he, and he had he didn't you know when he came into this in, into his you know career, it wasn't even like he was being used, you know, at this ridiculous clip. He honestly didn't even really start getting a lot of work, I believe, until two thousand and 17 if you want to call it that you know that's when he had the most his most work i believe so he he has plenty of you know plenty of uh you know tread left on those tires so we talked we talked about what he did right pretty pretty successful season maybe a less than expectations definitely less than expectations because we wanted we wanted more um but in ppr the, the rb 16 not too bad not too bad not too bad. Some really good running backs ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? So now we ask ourselves, well, what changed? What changed is what I just spoke about, you know, in the beginning of this episode. And that's that Kenyon Drake is now a Las Vegas Raider. That You heard it right. A Las Vegas Raider. So what did everybody get to do? When everybody got onto Twitter, everybody got onto YouTube, everybody got on their podcast, everybody started writing articles, and they just shit all over the Raiders. What is John Gruden doing? Oh, my God. Josh Jacobs, stock down. Kenyon Drake, stock down. Everything is bad about the Raiders. Their O-line sucks. They got rid of four of the five O-line players. What are they doing? So when what you have to understand is when you listen to people who immediately react to things, they don't have all the information. They're trying to get jokes off. They're trying to act smarter than everybody else. But if they would have waited a day or two, they would have got more information. They would have better understood the situation. But everybody's out to get retweets and likes, and I understand that. But let's let's look at this for real. Let's really break down what happened here. So first of all, everybody wanted to shit on the contract. Oh my god, I can't believe the Raiders gave him eleven million dollars. So absolutely ridiculous. Blah 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 blah. Let's look at the contract. Twenty twenty one. Kenyon Drake is going to get three million dollars. Three million dollars. 
three million dollars for Kenyon Drake. What are we crying about? Because I watched a whole lot of players in free agency who don't deserve anything near what Kenyon Drake is get any get way over three million dollars. Even running backs. What you're missing is in 2022 is where the money comes. In 2022, it's a cap hit of eight million. Obviously, in 2022, the cap goes up for everybody. It's in a. It's supposed to just jump crazy because this obviously this year the cap was reduced way lower than everyone thought it would be. So, will they pay him eight million in 2022? Who knows? Who knows how if that'll get restructured? If that'll change? If they'll resign him for a different terms? If they'll if they'll let him go and just take a cap hit? Who knows? But right now in 2021, three million dollars? That's nothing. And, and, and you guys know that your arguments would have made no sense if you would have just paid attention and waited for those numbers to come. All right. So you got out early on that. You got your jokes off. You were funny. Haha. Um, you're wrong. So $3 million, nothing for Kenyon Drake. 2022, we'll talk about it. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. Other jokes. The Raiders offensive line, they, they got rid of four of the players. Da, 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 da. You understand that they cut Richie. They brought him back. They let go of good. They brought him back. They traded away Hudson and Gabe Jackson and Trent Brown. Let me explain to you how important those guys were. The Raiders were the number one highest paid offensive line in the NFL last year. They were the 10th ranked pass block win rate and the 27th ranked run block win rate. Not one player ranked in the top 10 at their position in either one of those categories for the Raiders. So what did, we, what did they lose? This all came from Tristan Kuhn, by the way, on uh, on Twitter. If you want to follow him, really good information. Shout out to Tristan. So what, what what are we crying about again? The guy, Trent Brown didn't even play football last year, barely, for the Raiders. What are you talking about? Ronnie Hudson has declined. I'm not, I'm not knocking Ronnie Hudson. He's good, but he has declined. Gabe Jackson declined. They were getting paid lots of money. It didn't make sense. They, they just weren't good run blockers. Again, go to Tristan. He has a good thread. He breaks it all down. So now we've pushed your salary cap concerns out of the way. We've pushed your O-line issues out of the way. It's all BS. It's all garbage because none of it really holds true, but you got your tweets off. That's fine. You can have those. You can keep those up. It's all it's all good. I won't call you out on them. Um, now let's talk about the, the big thing, right? We got John Gruden, so dumb. You already have Josh Jacobs. You drafted him early. I know. Nobody likes running backs getting drafted early. That's fine. I get the logic. I get the logic of not wanting to pay running backs a lot of money because running backs are easy to find. They're easier to find than other guys. You got your Mike Davises who just, you know, come on the scene and, and, and cover, you know, Christian McCaffrey's load. And you get, you know, you can find guys like that. That's fine. I understand that. And that, that that's totally your side of, of an opinion. You can have it. You could, you know, ride with that. And your team can, you can run with, you know, guys that aren't that great and you can find, you know, success or not, it's up to you. You'll see, you, you, you know, your favorite team could try to do that. But I like my favorite team having running backs that could actually play football and that are actually good and, you know, high pedigree and got talent and ability. So let's talk about the Raiders running backs now. Let's talk about, we already said that Kenyon Drake ended up running back 16 last year in PPR. Josh Jacobs, who everyone loves to say is not an RB1, doesn't get enough targets as a receiver to, to, to you know to be RB1. He's just not that good. He's all right. He finished eight last year. RBA. I don't understand how the guy who finished RBA isn't running back one worthy. I don't get it. He doesn't even get a lot of targets. You said it yourself. 
even without those targets that you want him to have that you feel like you know matters whether he should be up there or not he didn't even get those and he still was rba what happened shouldn't he be like way down in the 20s or 15 he's not getting the targets he doesn't need them josh jacobs last year had 12 rushing touchdowns he had 33 receptions a little over 200 receiving yards no receiving touchdowns over a thousand yards rushing Missed a game. Had some games with, you know, smaller carries. But for the most part, Josh Jacobs was pretty consistent outside of a few, you know, down games. Maybe three, four. Not great, you know, not perfect. Nobody is. Not many are. But when Kenyon Drake got signed, they asked him, he said, what what happened? Like, what did John Gruden say? What made you come here? And he said that John Gruden was going to use him as a running back and a wide receiver. Coach speak. I don't believe it. It's coach speak. Okay, that's fine. You do, you do whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? But the Raiders had uh, Booker last year gone. He was he, he had some pretty good games, actually. Booker actually did pretty well, um, you know, take, taking a workload off of um, off of Jacobs when, you know, when, when the Raiders felt, you know, the need to do it. We can call back. He had he had a couple of good games last year. You know what I mean? He had he had a couple of pretty good games last year. He ran for 420 rushing yards, 420 plus rushing yards, three touchdowns, 21 targets. Didn't get a lot done with them, but he had them. He had them though. So we take away his numbers. We have to assume Jalen Rashard, Theo Riddick, they're not going to do anything with you know with Kenyon Drake there. They signed him for a reason. They signed Kenyon Drake for a reason. They need more weapons. They have Waller. They just signed John Brown, Ruggs, Edwards, Drafts. I mean, none of these guys besides Waller are like guys that you just got to keep force feeding the ball to. That wasn't the Raiders style last year. It won't be coming up this year. Only Waller is the one who's going to be force fed. So there's plenty of space for running backs to catch the ball. And now that John Gruden has a weapon like Kenyon Drake, they will do that more. They were looking for that with Lynn Bowden Jr. And it just wasn't working. They didn't even give him a chance. They traded him right before the season even started. They think Kenyon Drake is that. That's what they're going to do. So Josh Jacobs doesn't need more targets. (laughs) Josh Jacobs just needs his offense to be efficient, to be good, to be high power. He'll score touchdowns. He'll get yards. The O-line needs to improve. And he could be a top 10 running back again. All while Kenyon Drake can still be a top 20 running back also. I'm not worried about Josh Jacobs at all. I'm not. This this is good. Again, I am of the of the um you know of of the of the of the of the, of the uh, mentality that good players help good players, good players help football teams. I don't see the issue with adding good players to a football team. I don't think that's a negative effect on other players. Everyone gets better. Derek Carr gets better. The O-line plays better. Coaches make better play calls. The team is winning. Things Positive things happen. So even if Josh Jacobs gives up some receptions or some touchdowns and Kenyon Drake gets some, this can all still be done. I mean, last year, Jonathan Taylor was top six running back and Hines was top 15. Hines got a lot of targets, I know. 
But who's to say the Raiders can't do that? Who's to say the Raiders can't have a top 10 running back and a top 15 running back? The the, the football team in Washington had Antonio Gibson, a rookie, at running back 13, J.D. McKissick at 17. McKissick got a shitload of targets. I'm not even saying that. that That's not going to happen. But it still happened, though. It happened in Washington. These things are not impossible. When a team signs a player, there's an intention behind it. Not to mention, if Josh Jacob gets hurt, Kenyon Drake is coming in and with a, a great opportunity. A great opportunity. Last year, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, running backs 10 and 11 in PPR. You guys, you got to stop overreacting. You got to stop getting crazy immediately. Like straight out the gate, go nuts. Kareem Hunt had 38, tar- 38 receptions last year. You score five touchdowns rushing. You get five touchdowns receiving. You get in the mix, you know, in in, in these other in these other categories, and things can happen. And all, a successful, high powered offense that's that's being effective. It's 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 certainly possible. So you you can throw your little stock up, stock down, all you like. You can do it all you like, but just know. That you ain't fooling nobody out here. And don't get me wrong. Nick Chubb missed some games last year. And, you know, Kareem Hunt filled in and, and made some things happen with that too. But regardless, for those listening, what's next for Kenyon Drake? What I just said. I believe he could be a top 20 running back. And Jake is going to be a top 10 running back. And they could both have successful years for in, in, in NFL terms and in fantasy terms. Hundred percent. I think both guys are roster worthy. Both guys are start worthy. Josh Jacobs is a top twelve running back. Still, Drake is top fifteen to twenty. Top probably top twenty is better. It's a safer place to put him. I think he. I think it's totally. It's totally possible. And and as long as you're getting them at the right value, with the right understanding of who they are. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that kind of production. And that's it. Your salary, your salary jokes, they they weren't, they had they held they held no weight. Your O-line jokes, they held no weight. Your Josh Jacob slander, it doesn't really it, you guys, you're just gonna run with that every single year. That's fine. <laughs> you guys have have a field day. Have a field day with it. But if I'm getting Josh Jacobs in the fourth round. Are you guys going to let me get something crazy like that off? I'm doing it every time. And there's other running backs that people, you know, I see slip in there in best ball. You guys are crazy. It's nuts. All right, I had to get this episode out. I had to, I had to, I had to get it off my chest. I had to address the concerns. It was so necessary. I'm curious your thoughts, though. This is my opinion. This is what the, the, the my research, my, you know, Everything that I'm watching and reading and seeing and 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 digging deep into as a you know a fan of the game and as someone who you know analyzes and looks at these kind of things to the best of my ability, using all the tools out there, using all the resources, using everybody's information. This is what I, this is how I this is how I feel. I believe in it hundred percent. If you think I'm crazy, let me know. 
You guys know I love hearing from you. You guys know I love your input. You guys know I love your opinions. I never believe that I'm the end all be all that my opinion is stone. It's put in stone. I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that's going to do that with you. There's variables. There's all kinds of things involved here. But Kenyon Drake is really excited about being a Raider. And the Raiders are really excited about having him. And they're also really excited about Josh Jacobs. And you should be too. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Clock Dodgers. Share, me, share your opinion with me. Let me know what you think. I'm curious. I want to hear from you. You can always subscribe to the podcast, please. If you're just listening, if you're just hitting the episodes when they come up, you know, you see someone retweeting it or you see someone talking about it or you see me posting it and you're just listening to it from there, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate you for doing that on all podcast platforms. If, if you listen to a podcast platform and you don't have, and you don't see us on it, you can't find us. Let me know. I will fix that for you immediately. I throw the podcast up on YouTube. Sometimes it's video. Sometimes it's just audio. For those who, you know, for, for those who like to consume content on YouTube, I do that for you as well. Follow your reviews and everything. It means the world to us. I appreciate your support. We're just going to continue to keep pushing, continue to keep growing this bad boy. I hope everyone is 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 um, staying blessed out there. They're healthy. Their families are good. You're finding success at all levels. It's important to me above all, above the football, above fantasy, above everything. I, you know, so for any reason you want to hit me up, feel free to do that. On Twitter, you can DM me. You can send me a, a, just a regular tweet. Or you can even email me, contact at clockdodgers.com. Uh, I respond to emails as well. Um, feel free to do that. Appreciate you guys. As always, you know the deal. Be kind. Be great. Keep diving.